0: you like to go on an adventure to the city? Look, it's Santa. That goes, Tiana. That candy cane goes. What is going on? I'm doing what I was hired to do. The Saving Christmas is a tough job. Feels like we're losing control of this place. But someone has to do it. We can always use extra hands at Christmas. So can you start right away? Excuse me. But don't just stand there. Get to work. Shanti and Ashley Williams Good night, Thomas Christmas is awesome, bro Absolutely I just wanted to make sure you didn't think Christmas in the City was all that bad It's not that bad Christmas in the City Welcome again to another installment of your Feminine Critique Stocking Stuffers. I am going solo today, uh, and I'm Emily in case you forgot, and today the movie of choice that we're going to discuss is one made for the Lifetime channel, that sterling sterling emblem of, of quality and uh, feminine definition, uh, and that is called Christmas in the City. Now immediately you're thinking, Christmas in the City, oh my god, we're gonna have Rockettes, we're gonna have City! (laughs) You're so cute, guys. No, 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 we're gonna get a lot of establishing shots of Manhattan. And then people saying, I can't believe I'm in the city! And you as an audience saying, neither can I. Anyway, the plot of Christmas in the City, to give you a quick rundown before we get into applying our uh, tropes and definitions of these movies to this particular one. Uh, This is about a young woman named Wendy, who uh, her father owns a local business candy store, and it's going to close after he dies. So she needs to raise some extra money. And what you, in order to do that, what you do is you travel to Manhattan and work in a department store around the holidays. That's the way most small businesses are saved. I don't know if everybody knew that. Uh, unfortunately, she has to take with her her awful, awful six-year-old daughter. Uh, and once she gets to this store, it is run by a, a nice, young, single, you know, wow, available man named Tom Whose father and grandfather owned this store, and it's been in generations. But the store hasn't been doing so well, see. So they've hired this sort of corporate shark, uh, restorinator woman named Tiana Musk to, you know, rebrand it and bring it back some life. And so playing at home, so you know the exciting casting here, uh, it is not with our lead actress, it is actually with our villain. And our villain is played by none other than Ashanti. Uh, folks at home might remember Ashanti from one of the worst episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer ever made. But that's, that's for another day. So that is Christmas in the city. Uh, the poster is amazing. The poster is Ashanti sitting dressed in like this cute little holiday outfit sitting on a throne, looking really happy, like, as if she's the star of this movie and the movie is about her. Spoiler alert, it's not! It's about how evil corporate woman is. Uh, and she is also surrounded by two men wearing Santa hats, uh, and, like, just red Santa underwear and nothing else. Although the poster, I don't know if this happened to all the posters, but at least the one on IMDb, actually, um, ends up cropping the poster so that you don't even see their little Santa hats, which is kind of sad, because... Clearly somebody went to the trouble of, of putting them on them, and that's that's all they get. Uh, oddly enough, it has a 5.9 rating on IMDb, so I think more people like this, if, if memory serves, that, that might be a higher rating than It Follows. Take, make of that what you will, folks. Make of that what you will. So let's get into the uh, tenets of it. Oh, I should mention, this is directed by a woman named Marita Grabiak. And Marita Grabiak has directed quite a lot of TV. A few other of these holiday movies, but TV-wise, she directed a couple of episodes of Angel. Uh, an episode of Law and Order SVU. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, the episode Fredless, which, if memory serves, is quite good. Uh, the Buffy episode Storyteller, which is the Andrew uh, Vision episode. So, oh, and Jamestown from... of... Firefly, which for many people is a quite important one. So lots of but good directorial credits. Uh, spoiler alert, Christmas in the City, not one of her better ones. Now this movie, to go through our rules again, the ten things that all of these movies have to have. So the first thing is our lead in need of a lesson. Now in this case, guys, there's kind of a twist to it. Because our lead, Wendy, played by Ashley Williams, is she, in this case, is the doe-eyed, innocent, do-gooder, I am perfect, everybody must fall in love with me when you look at me, lady. And she does value family. Her priorities are a little confused just because she thinks she has to hold on to the past and she's going to learn something that that's not what she has to do. Uh, But she is actually the one who's going to teach a lesson. She is going to teach it to love interest, which we'll get to, but also she's going to teach it to Ashanti, but Ashanti's not going to really learn it. Um, you always have, you know, there's only one way a villain can go or two ways, really. A villain can totally be redeemed or a villain can just keep being awful. And in this case, spoiler alert, Ashanti's not redeemable. Uh, so we do still get our token, uh, hardworking corporate female who values business and business ventures over uh, all other things, or really just kids, let's face it. And in this case, it just happens to be played by Ashanti instead. Uh, now I've mentioned the, uh, our lead, our setting, as I said, quote unquote, the city, uh, which is adorable. So we get a couple of shots establishing Manhattan, you know, sure, Manhattan, everybody. And then you go inside anywhere, and guys, I don't know if you know this, but you can get some pretty big apartments on a um, part-time holiday seasonal worker cashier salary, apparently. Uh, enough where it's like three bedrooms and, and all of that. I guess she's actually living with her roommate, which we'll get to, who's a struggling actress, so you know she has extra room in her giant apartment. But the setting here, what's adorable is the establishing south of the city, And then also, um, the department store, which is very important. Uh, clearly I'm pretty sure what they did was a Borders or a Barnes and Noble now more likely a Borders was going out of business and they had like one week to film inside of it. So it's just like all of these like brown bookshelf walls with like an occasional rack of clothing put in front of it to signify Macy's-esque department store. And you wonder why this place is going out of business. But anyway, number three, we have our bland love interest. In this case, uh, I'm snoozing because this guy was really dull. Uh, Name is John Prescott, playing the role of Tom. Uh, Has a decent IMDb resume. Has done a lot of TV. Uh, Angelique, my cat, apparently likes him quite a bit. He played Guy on an episode of 30 Rock. So, hey, hey. Uh, A fairly long run on As the World Turns, when that was a thing. But he's... He's window dressing. Uh, Again, yeah, this is a, this is like a really uh, blandy, bland movie, if you will. Ashanti is supposed to be like the sass factor, but she's just not that good of an actress. Sorry, Ashanti. What can I say? Now, the next thing on our list, we have to have uh, the famous holiday song used a lot. In this case, I guess Ashley Williams can sing, so therefore we have a scene of her playing the piano and singing Noel, which to me is like the most repetitive song other than "A Christmas Tree because it just keeps going, and there's only two verses to it. Uh, Sassy sidekick we do have uh, in this case, and she is she is also wearing earrings quite a bit. It is Wendy's roommate and best friend, Angie, played by Shinola Hampton. What's great about this is that... Uh, they establish Angie as, like, the struggling actress, and she's in a play, and Wendy goes to see the play, and of course we don't see the play, because that would take some budget out. But Angie's just, or Wendy's just, oh my god, it was so good, everybody needs to see it and see how good you are. Of course it closes, because guys, probably some corporate woman with a bun very tight came and saw it and said, we're losing money on this, so close it. That was in a deleted scene, I bet. But guess what, guys? Guess what? In the very last scene, I don't mean to spoil, but there's a whole thing where they decide they're going to bring Christmas Spirit back to the store, so they just kind of ambush Ashanti and sing to her, which is kind of horrifying. Uh, and the character of Angie is the one who's singing the hardest. And guess who just like happens to be in the store, but uh, but like a, a New York theater agent who gives her his card and is like, call me, I have see a future for you. I mean, that's how it happens, guys. You either go on American Idol and win and become Carrie Underwood and get The Sound of Music, uh, you know, live on NBC, or you slave away in a crappy, uh, very sad-looking department store waiting for the day that that Hollywood agent is going to come and hear you. The next thing we occasionally get, and unfortunately, guys, we get in this one, it is number six, I'm sorry, number seven, the cloying child. Uh, you know, little, tiny girl, red-headed, you look at her, you're like, oh, she's cute, and then she opens your mouth, and you're like, oh, God, I wonder if her parents love her. I know that's a terrible thing to say, but little Kylie Noel Price you're probably, uh, let's see, this was made in 2013, you're older now, you've since been able to look back at your early work and can probably say, wow, I was really going for the cute kid thing, and I I didn't quite hit the mark. And the movie, it, it's like it'll get quiet, and then it waits for her to talk, and when she talks, it's it's like if you've ever been around people where there's like one uh, baby, maybe it's, it's a couple who has one child, and the child isn't cute. Uh, But the couple is really convinced they're cute. as well. they should be, right? Everybody should love their own children. But they get really excited for you to see them do something cute. So they're like, oh, wait, 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 wait. She's going to do it. She's going to do it. And the little baby's like, aha! And that's kind of what this little girl feels like. And I feel really bad saying that. And uh, look, Kylie Noel Price here, I didn't act in a movie when I was nine, okay? The most I did was uh, uh, probably like, read a poem for a school presentation of poetry. Okay, and I probably wasn't that good. I had a lisp. You don't have, have a lisp. But still, it's it doesn't make it any less pleasant. So that's that's the cloying child. We do get it in case you were worried about that. Uh, number eight, slapstick. There is, of course, some because we've got, you know, all of this loading in a store and dropping things and all that cute stuff. There's also a whole side story with Ashanti uh, decides to fire Santa Claus, because you do and bring in uh, these like muscular stripper men who again wear just like underwear and santa hats. And so of course you get a lot of like humor of people looking at them and, and almost touching them and oh uh, Number nine, our sage old person. Now in here we do get that. Uh, and much like Christmas under wraps guys, nine and ten go together because they're sage old person. It's Santa Claus. Of course it's Santa Claus. There's a department store of Santa Claus. And Ashanti uh, fires him. And Wendy sees him on the street and they're talking. And he kind of gives her some advice about stuff that he that she he had no way of knowing. And she looks at him and she says, you really are Santa Claus. And he's like, ho, 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 of course I am. Didn't you, don't you know the rules of these movies? Uh, so yeah, there's Santa Claus. The store is saved. Everybody rejoice. However... Uh, Wendy does not save her father's store. She kind of she can't and decides, you know, I'm gonna move on. Because don't worry, Tom, her new rich boyfriend, uh, and boss, because that's always how it's gonna work, uh, is going to give her a job heading the like children or sweets division in this really sad rundown. It's more like a Filene's basement version of Wendy's. But Filene's basement you could actually find good stuff in. Uh, and this this ain't no Filene's basement, okay? And that is Christmas in the City. And again, I can't say the title without laughing because they're not in the city, guys. They're just not. Uh, But in this case, again, it's a movie designed to make you feel okay for not having a lot, I think. This one's a little less... um, It's anti-corporate woman because of the way it treats Ashanti's character. But it's less uh, about Wendy learning her lesson about that as much as it is about just... If you're a good person and stuff, you know, and just kind of sit back and and watch the mean people fail, then you'll, you'll get what you need. And that, that's, again, in this case, that is the meaning of Christmas. All right, hope you enjoyed this stocking stuffer. We'll be back with a few more. Don't you worry. Lifetime, Hallmark, ABC Family, don't stop making these things. You don't need money when you're famous. Whatever you want, gratis. Such as a pair of new shoes with matching laces, Herman in box at the Sheep's Head races, just me on ride with a sour pickle, My personal fuss on a wooden it-